Yeah. So um, I guess the first thing really is just an introduction. Mm. So for the people listening as well. So I've got Nick in the room with me. I guess. And I met him through one of my friends, Carmen, who I'm also going to like record later on. But um, yeah, just give a quick introduction about yourself. Uh, what are you doing out here? Where are you staying? Et cetera, et cetera. All right. Well, from the basics, my name's Nick. Uh, I'm Australian. Um, I come from Melbourne. Um, I moved to Taipei uh, a bit over a year ago, so like August, August 2017. I, um, I sort of made this decision where I uh, graduated university and uh, I'd sort of pack up my things and, and move to Taiwan and learn Chinese for a year. Um, sort of like it came after, you know, I'd done a bit of traveling through university and whatnot. And um, I always sort of like had this idea of like I really, really wanted to live abroad. And I'd sort of fallen in love with a few different places. So like it started off, I wanted to go to like Munich in Germany, and then I wanted to go to like Edinburgh in in Scotland, and like for no real reason, I was just sort of like I, I really vibe with those cities, and um, I always sort of had this like dream of of opening up a cafe, like a yeah. like a Melbourne style cafe, in one of these cities, and then um, and the, the sort of romance wore off. And I sort of I've lost interest in, in moving over there and doing that. Um, but I, I came to Taiwan um, on, a, on a trip uh, around Asia yeah. in my second last year of university. And by like co- complete coincidence, like I wasn't originally coming to Taiwan. Taiwan was not even on my like you know, radar. Um, but I, I had this friend from Vietnam and she was planning to come to Taiwan to learn Mandarin. And so I was going to like go to Vietnam and see her. And she's like, oh no, I'm going to be in, in Taiwan if I get this scholarship. So, and I was like, oh damn, okay, well I really want to see you. So I'm going to book a flight to Taiwan. So I did that. And anyway, she sort of like, you know, got back to me later on. She's like, I didn't get the scholarship, so I'm not going to go to Taiwan. And I was like, well, now I'm, I'm going to go to Taiwan anyway. Um, so like complete coincidence, I, I ended up, just, you know, I ended up coming here because of my friend who didn't even come here and really fell in love with Taipei. Like, I was in Taipei for about a week and I didn't go anywhere else. I was just, I was just in Taipei, but I just really, really connected with the city. Like, it was, like, everything I loved. It was just really... Uh, I sort of liked this... Um, it sort of had this, like, young feel about it. Like, it was kind of like, you know, it was still very much... East Asia without being like too out of my comfort zone um, you know but not being somewhere like you know Singapore or Hong Kong where it's sort of very much like infiltrated by the West and and, and whatnot so it sort of wasn't too comfortable it wasn't too uncomfortable and I just, I just really really enjoyed it yeah so um, so yeah I um, uh, yeah so I've I got a follow up question actually. sorry so, sorry in terms of um, so when you came to travel to Taiwan mm. and you were, they said you were almost like fell in love with the city yeah. or Taipei even, um, and then you actually moved here, yeah. was there anything that you found completely like different where you thought because obviously you would have built some expectations in your head before you yeah, came here, of right? course. And so was there anything that really shocked you or was like quite a, a almost like an obstacle to overcome when you you first got here? Mm. I don't know if there was anything that was sort of like like a real shock where it was sort of like, oh my God, I remembered it to be this way and it totally wasn't and this has ruined my entire time here. It was definitely like it didn't feel the same was the first thing. Like I expected 
like you said, I guess, like, you know, I, I built this idea in my mind from the last time I was here and that was like, you know, coming into it completely blind. And then I came and it sort of, I was expecting to feel that again mm. and I just didn't get it. Like it was a completely different feel. Like I stayed somewhere different and even though like I went back to the areas that I had been when I sort of fell in love with it the first time, it was like, it doesn't even look the same anymore. Like it, it looks like I was looking at it from a different angle uh, a different perspective and um, which didn't make it any less cool it was just different and I, I sort of had a completely different feel so it was kind of like I had to build it from the ground up all over again like build up my love for it yeah. again um, I think also like you know when you know, the difference between like traveling traveling you're in a bit of a different mindset and you know I was when I actually like, moved into an apartment you know sort of um, the reality was and I wasn't going to stay in like the cool area that I was like traveling in. I had to like go out a little bit and you know it was a pretty crappy area and I was like oh this is less glamorous than it was when I was traveling (laughs) but at the same time it was really like it was was, I was like oh this is like actual Taiwan you know or actual Taipei it was like where the Taiwanese people lived and not where the backpackers stayed you know yeah because it's completely different isn't it it was yeah wildly different like you know the fact that I had to like you know wake up in the morning and then walk through like a like sort of push through the old ladies to get to the metro station to the market <laughs> and all this sort of stuff like yeah. it was um it was a really really that was a really cool experience and that was like you know um you know from the word go I was sort of like thrown into that which was which was really interesting yeah so while you've been up here what would you say has been your like craziest experience because I know you mentioned how you were like <laughs> fell asleep outside your <laughs> so I'm pretty sure you had a, couple, a bunch of random moments right there <laughs> uh yeah, well, I've sort of had, uh, oh, let me try and think about that one. <laughs> um, I know, take time, we got all day. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I've sort of had a few, like, you know, I feel like a lot of people have, like, these, like, really, really bizarre stories. I don't know if I've got, like, anything, like, super crazy. Me and my friends did a road trip around Taiwan, like, you know, there were four of us, and we're all foreigners, and it was sort of, like, uh... Actually, I'll just sort of go on a little backstory about like this little friendship group that I had. So it was like me and, and my mate from Switzerland, uh, like he, he was my mate from, from, from class. And we were going to a place called Green Island, which is like a really little island off the coast of the little island that is Taiwan. And um, so we were, um, we couldn't go there directly because there were like bad storms. So we had to like, we couldn't take the boat. So it was like, we had to like stay an extra night in, in Taidong, which was the, the closest city, port city. So like, we're at this market and we're like discussing like Chinese class and stuff. And then mm. this guy like leans over from this, or the, like this little like, yeah, little tables at this little market and cute little arts market. And this guy leans over and he's like, oh, you guys are learning Chinese. Cause like me and my girlfriend here, we'll just move to Taiwan. We sort of want to learn a bit of Chinese. And got talking to them, and they were they were also from Australia. They were they were from Sydney, <clears throat> and got along with them really really well. And they were like, oh, do you want to go? Do you want to go get a beer? And we sort of sat on the water. It was really really nice, and the four of us just really really got along well. So, anyway, we're like you know, <clears throat> called it a night, and me and my mate were going to, you know, Green Island after that, and sort of parted ways. But we got you know, Facebooks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we um we after we came back, we sort of. We were going to go to one spot, like, you know, after the island, we're going to go to um, Taroko Gorge, which is like a really beautiful spot in Taiwan. Anybody coming to Taiwan, check it out, it's gorgeous. Um, but the weather was crap, 
so we were like, oh, let's let's do that another time. We'll go to Tainan where the weather's like better and haven't been there yet. So let's do that. So we went there and we're at this night market and I'm sort of like looking at the looking at the men menu of this one little stall and this sort of face pops in front of me and he's just like, not you again. <laughs> and I was and it was the same guy from Taidong and I was like, what the hell? Like how on earth did you find like how did you find me in this market in a completely different city like four days after we were just in a different city and it was just like it was really 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 weird that we you know just happened to run into them there and then so sort of like we uh, went and got a drink with them and and we would um, you know we were like oh you know the place is closing it was like oh why don't we go back to our or he said why don't we go back to our Airbnb and we can have some more beers there. And I was like, cool. Um, and then he's like, oh, you know, showing us on the map. It's like, oh, Airbnb's here. Like, we'll meet you there. And I'm like, wait a second. It's like, that's like <laughs> literally like five like apartment blocks down from where our Airbnb is. <laughs> and we like go there and it's like the same landlord, like the same, <laughs> virtually the same Airbnb and like we were staying literally like I reckon about 50 meters away from each other this whole time we're just like this is just like too <laughs> bizarre like we cannot not be friends anyway so that was a really long boring story about how we're friends with these guys um, so we did a road trip around Taiwan and um, <clears throat> there were I don't know nothing I think probably like nothing no, no, no crazy experiences but it was just sort of like a pretty bizarre trip because like they had a car for some reason mm. and we just we sort of like we didn't book anywhere um so we just sort of like every night we completely just just winged it winged it wound it, winged it. <laughs> <laughs> all three right all three. <laughs> so you know we're sort of like you know I look at someone and say I sleep on a highway you know like a you know little like beach tent because we didn't have time to go and buy real tents <laughs> <laughs> as you do uh, yeah. as, we, as we do um, um oh, weird, 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 or bizarre. Or <laughs> so, what would you say is like the the biggest thing you got out of that road trip? Because I guess you would have gone away from Taipei. Because oh, totally the different places. Seeing like the yeah. entire island was like, or, or I think actually like realizing how small Taiwan is, it but so ridiculously diverse like we started off in a place called Kaohsiung which is like yeah. the city that first or one of the furthest cities south like the second biggest city in Taiwan and it's like really really far south so like when we started off it was quite warm you know it was like 26 7 degrees sort of thing and um start off there and then we sort of like went across like just north of Taidong and it was like oh, right on the water on the um, on the east coast and so it's got a lot, a lot of like you know that that sort of like coastal sea weather yeah. so that was quite like really windy and really um, quite it was, it was still like it, was, it wasn't that cold but anyway it was like you know it was, it was sort of pretty rough weather and then like you know but it was still nice and then like you know that same day we sort of go through uh, like Choco National Park and we find ourselves like three and a half thousand metres above sea level on these mountains where you could be like you know, in 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 a um in the French Alps in Europe, for all I knew, like it was covered in snow and it's ridiculously cold. And I was like, how is all of this in the same country? Like, I think think I just sort of realized that it is, 
like a ridiculously beautiful a really really diverse place yeah um, and you mentioned how diverse like the environment is but I guess the people are also really diverse people are really diverse because I I think you know what a lot of people don't realise I think you know is Taiwan of course has their own indigenous people you know the Han Chinese aren't the indigenous people of Taiwan um, so once you sort of get out of Taipei you know Mandarin stops being the, the, the um, you know majority the spoken language um, you know so people start speaking like Taiwanese which is like a, is, is a dialect of like kind of similar to Hokkien um, and, and they have their own like and then they've got their, their own indigenous languages and like indigenous cultures so like you go down to like Taidong which I keep bringing up it is a wonderful city it's like, <laughs> like the poorest yeah. region in Taiwan and you know the people there are largely indigenous um and it's just sort of like you really, really sort of see the difference in the culture. And, um, you know, I think it's, it's a really beautiful and eye-opening experience to go and see that and be like, you know, the way the other side of society operates. Because it's like yeah. one thing to be in Taipei where it's like, it's, you know, it's a, you know, metropolis and, you know. Life. I think this is the thing that I... Uh came across as well because when I first came to Taiwan with Carmen mm. we went straight to Taipei and I almost took for granted all the kind of subway system and, yeah. the and how easy it was to get around and I was like whoa this city's great and then we went to Taichung because of the Sun Moon Lake which is quite popular right. with other tourists and it was just kind of a shock that we suddenly had to take the bus <laughs> just to go halfway across the city and we were like where's the metro and I think that happens a lot with, I guess, capital cities mm. and stuff like that. But um, it's funny that you mentioned your story with your friend about how you kind of met them and then saw them later because we had a similar experience. We oh, met yeah. somebody in a hostel in Taipei, yeah. and then we said, um, well, like we said our goodbyes. We're like, oh, it's great spending like two days with you. Um, we'll see you later. Like we we'll should catch up in the future. Two days later, went to like some moon lake, completely different part of Taiwan. Yeah. Uh, got off the bus and then our friend was just standing there and we were like, what are you doing here? And then we ended up like renting cycles with them. That's amazing. Just getting around. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I think, I guess it is quite an interesting country, especially because of how diverse the people are. Absolutely, and yeah. One thing I'd like to get your opinion on really mm. is almost like adapting to coming abroad and like making friends and whatnot because a question I've had a lot with friends of mine as well mm. is there's almost like two buckets of people there's, there's a bucket of people that tend to kind of are quite uh, like love exploring they'll easily kind of go abroad and kind of take the leap but then there's also this this group of people that are like they really want to travel or they really mm. want to move abroad but there's a lot of things stopping them or they're scared or worried or haven't really done it before and so I always want to know one, whether you had any advice on kind of settling in or like managing that shift and two, how you, how generally just how you found it, like making friends and, and like your friendship group now, do you think it's kind of been natural? Um, yeah, definitely. Look, um, I didn't have any advice, uh, or very little. I mean, my, my, my dad did the whole like London thing, uh, when he was younger. So he, he had a little bit, but no, last year I did it completely on my own, my own, will and my own like learning uh it was, it was sort of my own education um yeah so i um i just sort of uh, obviously though you know you're sort of looking at forums and stuff and like oh what's the deal with this what's the deal with that in taiwan but uh yeah it was um you know i just sort of booked the plane ticket and came here 
in terms of settling in, it, it took a bit. It definitely helped that I had school to go to. If I had have come here as, say, an English teacher, for example, and had been, like, 100% alone uh, with, without, like, people in the same boat as me, um, I think that would have been harder because, you know, if you come home here as a single person, let's say you teach English, and then, you know, there might be, like, one or two other foreigners in your school who you share the mutual language with. Um, you know, they may have been here for maybe five years or so, and they're, they're already, like, pretty established in Taiwan. Um you know, and you're still, you know, feeling really fresh and like, oh, what's going on? Where, where, where am I? This is, you know, all, you know, I don't speak the language. This is all like pretty, uh, quite a lot. But I, I think I was just lucky that because I came here to study, you know, you get placed in a class and there's just like, you know, six other terrified foreigners, like <laughs> <laughs> all yeah. in the same boat. So it was like, it was really easy to, to meet people, um, at the start because it was and I guess everybody has similar motivations as well right, right? you guys we're, are there to study Chinese correct we're all sort of yeah. there for the same reason so I find now that like my f- I've got sort of got a few different you know groups of friends um, you know one of them which is sort of like my, my foreigner group you know, if you can sort of see me I'm doing <laughs> air quotation he's doing all the air quotes, yeah. <laughs> um, you know so we're, we all, we've all come here f- to learn Chinese um, you know so I feel like there's maybe like a few different sort of like crowds around the city in terms of like the foreign community where you might have like the English teaching crowd, uh, you know, the student international student crowd, the Chinese learning crowd. Um, it's not to say that they don't you know, co-mingle, but it's just kind of like that's my experience has been like most of my friends have come from school. You know, we're all sort of like we're all here for a similar reason. But there's been sort of ones you know people added on now. There's you know, but like you know, local Taiwanese friends who have, like, jumped in and then there's sort of, like, boyfriends and girlfriends that you meet. And you meet different people. Kind of from what you Right, know, right. Yeah. yeah. And then there's sort of a point where you get comfortable enough with the language where you're like, right, I'm ready to dive in and <laughs> make some local friends, yeah. which you should do. People coming to Taiwan, you should totally do that because so that's found, what we're here for. Have you ever found the language, like, a, a big barrier, I guess, yeah there was a point definitely um you know it was a point where like I could only make friends with people who spoke English because so I spoke English well because like you know I could yeah Yeah. totally embarrassed so it was like you know you sort of realise it's like you know like oh I've made all these friends but it's like you know you think that there's this you know population Taiwan's got a population 23 million people there's like 23 million people (laughs) that you're not talking to you know who, yeah. who you could you know it's like who knows who's out there you know it's like uh, this whole pool of people that, that, that I just you know couldn't talk to and so absolutely it was a barrier um, but you know you, you sort of do hit a point where it's like okay like my Chinese is like it's I can communicate with it now it's like oh, it's not great and it probably sounds pretty stupid speaking it but uh, it's possible so you know use that to your advantage and I, I took up swing dancing classes and then you know, all the metal, the people there. Learn something new, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Well, yeah. yeah, it was like something I wanted to do and um, I, you know, sort of... Yeah, like, so how did you get into that? Did you just kind of... I, did you think about it before? Did you just kind of go off on a whim and sort I, of feel like... I did. I did one introduction class in, in Melbourne, Melbourne with my ex-girlfriend and, um, and I was like, this is really fun. And then I never <laughs> did it again. Um, and then I was in Singapore before I came to Taipei just on like a... I was stopping over for a week. I was visiting a friend and whatnot. And just by chance, I sort of saw this. They had this like, uh, you know, sort of like those those like 
white nights where they open up the city like all night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You've seen those. I had one of these like festivals and it was really cool. They had like a swing dance performance by like, a group. And I was like, this is so cool. Like, you know, I love like these people like really passionate about like swing dancing in like 1930s, 40s, that sort of period. And they like, got really right into it with the, the dressing up and everything. So I was like, this is great. Like I actually really want to do this. So I spoke to the guy and he said that Taipei's got a really happening swing dance scene, which I was like, what? <laughs> As if. Um, yeah, so I just, I didn't like actively seek it out, but I met a girl here and she was like, oh, I did this like introduction thing the other day, like at this spot, like it happens every Friday, free introduction lesson. You should go check it out. So I did. And, um, you know, I went with her and a few other friends and, um, yeah, and I got into it, signed up for classes, you know, couldn't understand a word they were saying, but so I was just like, you know, following. Trying to follow yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but it was just like such a wonderful experience, like. You know, even though I was probably like the the dopey foreigner, like lagging behind and, you know, not doing a great job butchering the, the the dance, but uh, it was just great. Like you know, meeting a whole you know new group of friends. A lot of them couldn't speak English, so it was just like it's like this. You almost forced to use your language. <laughs> had to, yeah. yeah. And I was like, this is this is great. Like you know, this is a whole other part of Taiwan that I had never like previously had never experienced. <laughs> yeah. you know? And, and so do you still do it to this to the like today? I don't do classes because yeah. I went back to Australia. I sort of had to stop. And if I when when I come back here more permanently, I'll um I will start up again. But I I've been doing the social social dances. So Friday night they have like a social dance. So yeah, I've been doing that, and uh, it's just a good opportunity to see, um yeah, catch up with that that group of friends, um, but yeah, I think uh, what was the original question? Friendship groups. Um, yeah, I think yeah, like, I went off on a bit of a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the swing dance sounded quite interesting. Yeah? I might take it off on another tangent, actually. So, do, right. you, do you have any like hobbies and things that you follow at the minute that you've been doing in Taiwan? Because I guess swing dance is quite a cool kind of yeah. thing. And I've noticed a lot of people sometimes have like these hidden talents. Or <laughs> I spoke to one friend and I was like, What are you into? And he's like, Oh, I just like make like weave baskets in my free time. <laughs> so it's so random. It's like, like, Of course like, you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I got really into, I mean, this isn't really like a real left field thing, far from it, but I got really into cycling, like cycling was sort of like nothing that I really, I did as a kid, but, yeah. um, you know, I, I, I was just really going to that, so like I would just sort of go off on like 100k bike rides, um, you know, on my own every week, and that was like, that was like, I'd say that was probably my hobby, that and swing dancing, yeah. um, were my things that I really, really got into, it was just like a good way to, to like escape, so I think like Taipei is a very sort of dense, you know, very dense, concrete, jungly kind of city. Um, so it was nice to be able to, you know, just ride away from it. I mean, not completely lose it, leaving Taipei, but it's sort of nice. It was a nice break. Um, and that's something that I found really interesting when I came here as well, is just how many cycles are around. Yeah. And how easy it is to rent a cycle, because um, around London, where I'm from, it's just really hard to cycle on the roads. It's like tons of cars. Yeah. Here. Whereas I notice here, there's like cycle lanes everywhere. Yeah, it, it is like the most cycle. Okay, the most. <laughs> I'll give that one to like Amsterdam or something. But um, yeah, ridiculously cyclist friendly. Um, and that's that's something I read before I came here, and I found that hard to believe. So I was like, well, it's like Asian city. It'll have like scooters everywhere. It'd be terrifying. But it is. It's it's like I feel safer cycling here than I do in Melbourne. Melbourne's like not the same as London I think well, what I've heard about London is you know it's, it's the same sort of thing like you know you've got drivers where they're like you know angry that you're on the road 
Um, and so they're like quite aggressive and, you know, and it's just tight conditions, you know, you've sort of got these like old cities and they're you know, not really built for that many cars. So it's like, you know, it can get a little bit tight. Um, have you ever thought about doing this cycle around the whole of Taiwan? Because I know... I've... I have and I am. <laughs> I am going to do that. I'm, I'm going to do me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, no, I, 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 I am. So um, that's my goal for probably around November this year. Yeah. Uh, I've got a mate coming from Australia and we're going to do it together. Um, so that's, that's like one big thing I'm working up for. So I'm going to try and do the thing it's just touch under a thousand kilometers in 10 days so it's gonna be kind of it's gonna be a lot (laughs) (laughs) and how do you prefer for something like that i don't know i'm gonna well i've I've got to buy a bike Um, now you can start right (laughs) (laughs) i mean i've got i I got like my my like fixed gear but that's not really doing it's not getting me far yeah I, i i guess i'll just i'll buy a bike a proper bike and i'll just just keep trying to like if i can hit maybe like 200k rides um and try and maintain that level of fitness you know so you know i think it'll probably be about you know it's the math and that yeah like you know if i could do a bit over 100 k's a day that's probably that'll that'll get me through so yeah i think just you know just 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 riding and just working on like fitness and strength really which is something that i'm really not confident on because i'm not fit and strong so <laughs> i think it'll be good that you have a friend with you as well it's almost like pushing each other exactly along. yeah, keep, yeah. Keep, keep it going plus it's like you know i think it'll be pretty easy to get distracted by the scenery and whatnot especially down the east coast yeah you know it's just sort of like oh well it's been 100 k's already i'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure it won't be like that but i like to think it would be um so I guess that's kind of like a goal for you this year, right? Is to do that bike ride. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I really, really want to make this happen, you know, among my many goals for this year. And that's where <laughs> I was going to lead to next, because I, I know we've just passed the new year as well, and like January the 15th. Right? So um, is, what other kind of goals do you have for this year? Um, first and foremost, I need to... I want, I want to find a job. So like, you know, I've done my study here. I've discovered that I want to live here. I want to work here now. So, um, you know, I've got a few things that I'm working towards. One of which is, is, is just like applying myself to, to find uh, work, some, something that I enjoy, you know, something in my field that I, I would, um, you know, and what I is that field? which is, which is uh, I'm looking for stuff in marketing, advertising, yeah. uh, sort of like copywriting kind of stuff is what I did in my undergraduate degree. And so I'd like to do that and I'd like to be able to sort of support myself enough that I could work on other projects. So, um, you know, yeah, just sort of, I've got an idea for a project, which is, which I'd like to sort of get started in, um, in, 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 Any in teasers the, for the project or is that uh, right? Yeah, <laughs> it it's sort of like a, a food and beverage, a food, beverage, entertainment, arts, um, hub for, yeah. for Taipei and, and I guess greater Taiwan, we can sort of like lean into that. Yeah. As in like a physical location? Oh no, like like a, a online okay yeah a web website you know not sort of blog format and there's a lot of like food blogs and that sort of stuff which is so that market's like ridiculously crowded, but something more, um, you know a bit more, um, formal and and and, and sort of centralized so it's like you know there's like one stop shop for like, you know, Taipei everything that's like happening in Taipei you know gigs new bar restaurant openings new cafe openings um you know art exhibitions uh you know like oh what sort of you know 
what's going on this weekend. Oh, there's like a flower show on. Yeah, sure, I'll go check that out. So it sounds like a really good thing because I guess having everything in one place yeah. can really help. But is there anything like that out on the market at the minute, do you think? Um, kind something of. something you're trying to go that way? Yeah, yes and no. There's, there's, like I said, there's blogs. There's like quite, you know, some successful blogs, but like that is like mm, the ones I've found. They're like geared towards like one thing. You, know? you got like food or you got drink or you got coffee. Yeah. Um, you know, and they've got like, you know, so it's like, which is great, but it's sort of like it's written in that, you know, that sort of personal diary kind of style, whereas that I want mine to be more like a publication. Um, you know, which, and, and there, there is one, but it sort of feels a little bit, you know, underdone. I get what you mean, and it's you almost know, you can use that as inspiration as to, as to almost what, like, what, how can I make this better? Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, uh, well, the, uh, my inspiration is just, uh, a website called Broadsheet in, in Melbourne or in Australia and um, it's this sort of it is sort of like it's publication it's sort of based off the start off as being like an actual broadsheet newspaper that you know will get released every month or so um, and it's just like it's just hyper successful not only for themselves but for like businesses so um, so they've got this thing that they call a broadsheet effect there's my like air quotation marks again <laughs> for the listeners um so it's uh, yeah it's called the broadsheet effect where it's like if one thing like hits broadsheet um, that business just goes nuts like yeah. you know, it always reminds me of like the Michelin stars yeah kind yeah. of like that it's like, it's like a local version of Michelin stars kind <laughs> yeah. of like as soon as, as soon as broadsheet puts out a, puts out an article yeah, it's that, that, <laughs> that, that restaurant just gets like smashed so like it's kind of like a hand in hand you know sort of, sort of thing so I'd like to do something similar for Taipei you know like one yeah write it in English and then write it in Chinese like not not just a translation but like a you know yeah um, and would you have like multiple people all contributing to one central place or would it be mainly run by you to begin with or? I, th- I, I was sort of thinking about you know taking um, suggestions and contributions but having like you know a writer or an editor who could keep it in the same format the same I style. guess like, so, like yeah writing style is a bit yeah. as well right so I guess yeah. like, like welcoming contributions and welcoming you know people to send in their own write-ups but sort of yeah having someone to sort of like ta- I guess like tailor it or make it sound yeah. nice and cohesive because um, you know that, that, that that's my biggest thing I don't really want it to be like super patchy and yeah. you know but um, I'd be really interested to like talk to you in a year's time and see <laughs> almost, whether it's or whether you've had a brand new idea <laughs> I, I know a lot of ideas kind of start off like this and this is something that I actually learned in a so I did a course at work and it was essentially how do you go from an idea to a product because nobody really teaches you that process and hmm. um, they basically all spoke about it's, it's mainly all trial and error it's all iterations all yeah. talking to people like making a prototype of your website and actually sitting down with people and being like what's shit about this yeah. <laughs> and so I think it'll be a really uh, almost exciting experience to understand just from other people's points of view as well it's like what would you find helpful about this site or exactly. even people who use the other version that you said that was quite kind of disjointed almost yeah. like what are your frustrations with this or I think yeah. yeah exactly like you know they're they're the ones who are, you know your users are going to be your critics um, and I think that's so important you know like I guess we would all have those sort of experiences where um, you know we'd have we'd be using something and we're like oh if only they did this one thing a little bit better <laughs> yeah um, you know and that might be that's not a thing that maybe they would have picked up on they're like you know finish the product and like it's great it's perfect it does everything we want it to do but then the users 
you know, adapt to it in a different way. They use it a slightly different way. And they're like, yeah, it's like, you know, it does that great, but it's like how we're using it. And I heard a really interesting story as well about Airbnb Mm. and the two creators, the founder and the co-founder. I think this was when it was a very much like startup. They didn't really know what they were doing with it. And I think they had about 100, 200 customers and they were going around trying to get funding for this thing. And somebody gave them advice and they were like, why are you talking to your customers? Like you have these 200 people who Mm. are using it, like go out to them, go speak to them. So I think what they did was they posed as like photographers. So they were like, went around these Airbnb people's houses and literally were like, oh, we've, we've come from Airbnb, like with the CEO and the, like the, the founder. Uh, we've come to take pictures of your place so you can uh, like have a better ad. Mm-hmm. And also while we're at it, we, we, we would like to interview and ask you about what's good, what's bad. And it kind of like developed from the user, which I found quite interesting. And I think you'll probably have a lot of fun with yeah. kind of refining it as you go over the year. I, uh, I heard that on the podcast. I was like, "Send it to you." It's pretty interesting. Yeah. I I I like. I hope. I hope so. I like to think so. I mean, like you know, it's sort of been an idea I've had for quite a while now. I'm still like it's. I'm still sticking with it. I don't done anything about it because you know probably like fundamentally I'm lazy. But yeah. Um. You know, new year, new me. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, I'll poke you every month. I'll be like, "Where are you?" <laughs> Little like message reminder. Just yeah. just keep on. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so um, you know, I'm aiming to work to to work on that. You know, obviously, that's something that I need to be in Taipei for. So that's like there's another little motivator to you know stay here. Yeah. Um. Apart from that, it's just probably everybody else's standard New Year's resolutions. Like just just be healthy and don't be a crap person. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, definitely, I'd like I'd like to you know now university's over and now it's like time to be a real real adult you know i'd still like to be able to use you know my creativity a bit you know i was able yeah. to you know you're able to do that in university but then you know you know i'd like to yeah still be able to do something where i can like you know still really like use my brain and really like stretch myself to um you know to do cool stuff so like you know I'd, projects like that i think would be perfect and that's you know that's right up my interests you know it's i really really love that side of side of uh um, you know, cities is 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 their their different um, you know, food, drink, coffee culture, especially coffee. Yeah. You know, coming from Melbourne, I'm very snobby about that sort of stuff. <laughs> um, that's a reason I love Taipei. It's got great coffee. Uh, <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah. So I I think I'll probably end it there. But um, everybody watch this space for a Nick's uh, weird and wonderful website. Let's, let's see how it goes, <laughs> and if you're ever in Taipei. Hit it up, whatever it's gonna be called. Or even hit up Nick here on Agile, like Instagram. Or yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, always, <laughs> always up there. <laughs> Instagram <laughs> followers, I love it. Yeah, cheers. Thanks for your time. Oh my, my pleasure. Thanks. For <laughs>